This is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions-based podcast, diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. You can find us hosted on the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel, nonsenseforex.com, and podcast players everywhere. Episode 65 is brought to us by Blueberry Markets. So here's what happens with Forex. If you're a trend trader, Forex trading is not great when interest rates are very low because people take their money out of cash and our market suffers. When interest rates go up, which they are all over the world, Forex trading can be very, very good. And it's very, very good now. Do not miss out. If you need a Forex broker or a secondary Forex broker, Blueberry Markets is the way to go, guys. Best customer service on earth. And on top of that, if you go down below to the description and click that link, that takes you to the blog that tells you everything you need to know. At the bottom of that blog is my affiliate link. You click that, you will not only get double the bonus you would have gotten a month ago, you will get your own personal customer service representative, just in case anything should ever go wrong. You cannot put a price on peace of mind like that. Now, if you're inside of the United States, unfortunately, this offer does not apply to you, but I have one that does. Check the show notes for that link as well. It is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast, and I know it's a bit annoying, but I do have to ask sometimes because people forget, and it's good to keep it top of mind. But if you are on my top two podcast players, which is Spotify and Apple, please give this podcast a five-star review. Um, I used to ask this all the time on my old podcast, and I got a bunch, and now I don't ask, and I really don't get that many. So please help us out. I know sometimes we want to hoard this information for ourselves and not let anybody else know, but while social media numbers are down across the board for just about everybody in the finance world, uh, so let's get our numbers up now for the new breed of contrarians that are coming in this space just now. And if you do that, I will continue to shower you with praise, contrarians, just like I did last week, because let me tell you, um, so I uh, am a part of, I don't know, probably nine or 10 different Discord forums now. And almost all of them, if it's crypto related, that is, or metaverse related, will have their own sub forum where you can go in and talk about either the native token that they have or just general crypto stuff overall. And man, it, it, it's not a surprise, but every single time I go into these things, I am reminded why most crypto traders, no matter how much upside is available in this market, uh, an extraordinary record-breaking historical amount of upside there is in the crypto market that most people are still going to find a way to lose money and probably lots and lots of it. But just like every other traded and invested market, the money flows from the dumb to the smart. The money flows from people like that to people who actually know what they're doing. Now, if you want to really find out what side you're on, let me give you a little more color and illustration into these people. Uh, so, for example, you guys know I am big into the game Alluvium, which is a play-to-earn game that is coming maybe not soon, soon, but sooner than most play-to-earn games are. Uh, I did a whole blog write-up on it if you want to go know more. But they have their own token. It's the ILV token. I've also mentioned that in the past. And um, you can go to the Alluvium subforum, it's called Token, and go see what people have to say about it. And right now, you know, I always talk about some of these tokens, how they're, you know, five times off their highs, six times off their highs. The Alluvium token, again, a game I'm more bullish on than any other play to earn game out there, has its own token that is 23 times off of their highs. Currently sits at about $75 per token. And Almost everybody you see on that forum 
is not satisfied with that. They keep coming on saying things like, oh, I'm going to buy it when it hits 40. I'm going to buy it when it hits 32. I'm going to buy it when it hits 48. So I'm not super harsh on these people because they don't know me. I don't really have any authority to them. (laughs) And I'm not here to sit there and try to educate the entire world. That's a waste of time. You know, the people who want my information know where to find me. But two things. One, if I ask these people where they got their numbers from, 99% of them would just stare at me and start drooling. They have no idea. Just completely arbitrary, pull it out of their ass numbers. Two, most of them don't realize it, but they're lying. Let's say the price did drop from $75 to $40 by next week. You can bet your ass none of those people would buy. Because in their minds now, they're like, okay, yeah, I know I said this, but if it can get all the way down to here in such a short amount of time, why can't it go a lot further? And then every time price falls down to a certain level, they end up thinking the exact same thing. Poverty, scarcity, mindset. And then what inevitably happens, especially in crypto, because crypto moves so fast, so quick. Once it does start to take off, let's say 40 did end up being the bottom. That thing could go from 40 to 100 in a couple days. And let's say it does that. Do you think those people are going to buy now? After price just did a 2.5x? Of course not. Because two days ago, they can remember when it was $40. And that same $40 that did not appeal to them for the longest time is now something they are praying they could have again. Because this time they learned their lesson. And this time they will absolutely pull the trigger. Well, they'll probably never get their chance. Because now the run has officially began. They had the chance for a potential easy 40x, but it just wasn't good enough for them. What kind of person is a 40x return not good enough for? Complete idiots. That's who. And it has nothing to do with income level when you really get down to it. It's that scarcity mindset I talk about. The one thing I did go on that form and say, I said, look guys, it's not 8 mile. You don't just get one chance to become rich off of crypto. It's a completely ridiculous way to look at things, but that's how you people are looking at it. I mean, put this into perspective. You know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, maybe in the investment world, if you would have gotten, let's say, a 40% year-over-year return in any stock you owned, that was amazing. How amazing? Like, you would have called everybody in your family and your friends and told them about it. You would have taken them out to dinner. You would have all drank champagne you know, to celebrate this almost unheard of success. You know, a 40% gain when the market only averages 11% on the year certainly costs for celebration. Nowadays, people are refusing to invest in a project they love and believe in that would give them a 23x gain if it got back to its highs. Because these geniuses and these psychics don't think that price is low enough yet. And again, I shouldn't just pick on the Alluvium subform. This happens in every single Discord server I see that has a crypto subform where you can go talk. Every once in a while, this type of talk bleeds in to the crypto trading subform on the No Nonsense Forex Discord forum, and we shut it down right away. Uh, thankfully, it's usually not me that has to shut it down. You know, you guys come in and do that for me which is really nice to see. And, you know, I don't disparage the people that come in there and say stuff like this. You know, they're just excited. They have their opinions. 
Differing opinions are fine, but it's very easy to see why new investors get taken for a ride so often because they're constantly surrounded by this losing mentality everywhere they look. These are the same people, by the way, that are so eager to buy when the market is near the top. This is how I know it has nothing to do with income level, because these people enthusiastically buy whatever goofy-ass coin comes their way when the market is raging and near its top. When the market is bearish and prices are low, which is when you're supposed to buy, they will come up with every excuse not to. And when they do miss out, which they invariably will, I will laugh at them. I will not feel sorry for them. Because the only way for these people to ever learn anything is to learn the hard way and to learn through experience. And even after that, 95% of them will still never learn. Contrarians, you know, most of you know my history. I've seen this in sports betting. Same mentality. Same sick mentality, only transferred into a new market. But you know what's different now? Uh, but it's still, I think this just makes it even more sad, is that there are actually some pretty good sources out there now. Sources that I may have been pretty critical of a year or two years ago that are finally starting to figure it out and have gotten better, or they've just always been good. And they have big audiences, which means people are watching them. But are they listening to them? Or do their diseased emotions invariably take over when it's crunch time? I would bet on the latter. I would bet a lot of money on the latter. And I would win. Now, if there are any of you out there that feel like this episode was a waste of time because these are things you already know, please understand that there are a lot of things that we already know. But it is still very easy to get swept up in the hype. It is still very easy to become influenced by people around you. Unless you do what I do and you arrogantly elevate yourself way above those people, look down on them, and laugh. And it doesn't make you a jerk either. You know, it's not like you're out there just laughing at and taunting these people in public to their face. I mean, that's probably what they need, but they won't listen to you if you do it that way. You know, just whatever you can do to separate yourself from this group of people, do what you have to do. You know, I have my method, you have yours. So I guess just consider this episode your refresher or your reminder. I think it's essential to do sometimes. And understand too, this is pretty much a two-part series. You know, I guess part one would be the problem and maybe part two would be the solution, probably best way to put it. But unless something crazy out of the blue happens and we absolutely have to talk about it, next week's podcast is going to talk about commodities and crypto both. And I will reveal a personal strategy that I'm using that I don't think I've really mentioned to anybody. Maybe I have in some form, but I don't think I have. So stay tuned for that. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was more of a psychology episode, and I know a lot of you out there really like the psychology stuff. Uh, if you do, also check out last Thursday's blog, a rare trading psychology blog. Uh, but all in all, just understand that when it all comes down to it, by far, we are not the ones who are crazy. They're crazy. We are just early.